Hello guys, welcome to my podcast uh, today called Crazy About the Stones. As you know, I'm a big Rolling Stones fan. And uh, today I'm going to talk about the first Rolling Stones album I purchased was in 1993 from Tower Records in Dublin. The title of the Rolling Stones album was um, Jump Back. It was a compilation album by the Rolling Stones. It w they had signed the, a contract with Virgin Records and they were recording the first album for Virgin Records called Voodoo Lounge, which was released in 1994. So this was released just before they um, released that album. It um, covers uh, music by the Rolling Stones from 1971 to 1993. It uh, has tracks from various albums, Exile on Main Street, um, uh, Tattoo You, and many others. It's a great compilation if you want to have a look at the Rolling Stones and if you're interested in listening to them. And it's a great introduction, as I say. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, Jump Back, the album by the Rolling Stones. And additionally, I have a special guest, Thibaut from Germany, and he's going to talk about um, his love for football and additionally his love for Arsenal. Uh, Thibaut has chosen to talk also about the year 1993 in English football. So here's over to you, Thibaut. Tell us a little about your love for football and uh, Arsenal Football club, please. Well, thanks, Ronan. Thanks. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm uh, really delighted to be here, uh, being able to share a bit uh, this experience with you, Ronan, and to share the experience with everybody. But before we get started to do the link, I have a few questions for you. Uh, do you know uh, what football club uh, each of the Rolling Stones supports by any chance? Um, I don't know each member uh, who they... Um... Support, but I do know that the lead singer Mick Jagger is a Arsenal football fan. That is correct. It's very difficult actually to see. Uh, I had to dig deep in order to to find information. It seems that obviously uh, you cannot be into drugs, uh, rock and roll, and sex, and into football. Um, <laughs> but uh, they are uh, well. They have a bit of an interest in football. Uh, Big Jagger is very, very silent about it, um, but he does support Arsenal. Um, there is as well um, his counterpart that is supporting the enemy club, as I would say. Uh, that mm. would be Tottenham. Do you know who would be supporting Tottenham? Um, I don't know, but I give a guess, and I would think Ronnie Wood. That is actually incorrect. Ronnie oh. Wood is a big fan of West Brom. Is he? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Growing in the 50s, uh, he was supporting West Brom. Uh, no, it's uh, Charlie Watts, who, uh, God bless him, was a, um, a Tottenham fan and even took Mick Jagger to a, uh, to a, a football game at some point. I guess uh, this must have made for interesting conversations if they were talking about uh, yeah, British football. Yeah, well, that made sense because he was born in uh, North London. Yes, he was born around well, Wembley. So, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that was it. That was it. But yeah, while, 90... we're, while, we're, while we're talking about uh, Mick Jagger and Charlie Watts, uh, let's uh, remind our listeners that uh, this year is the first Christmas without Charlie Watts. Yeah. That's correct. That's so we correct. can take the opportunity to remember him. And um, also, there's a famous story about Mick Jagger and Charlie Watts and... Uh, Charlie Watts was sleeping and they were touring somewhere and Charlie Watts was sleeping and Mick Jagger um, uh, uh, woke up and he uh, he walked to the floor that uh, Charlie Watts was staying in and he knocked on his door 
and Charlie Watts got up dressed all dapper as he usually was and he opened the door and uh, Mick Jagger said to Charlie Watts, yeah, uh, where's my drummer, yeah? And uh, Charlie Watts wasn't best pleased, so he uh, hit uh, Mick Jagger and he said, I'm not your drummer, you're my singer. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, we forgot one of the uh, one of the stones, one of the active members of the stone, and it's Keith Richards. Yeah. Well, to be very honest, it's a surprise to no one if I say that he doesn't have any interest in football whatsoever. But I found mm -hmm. an interesting fact. He did play um, in the youth section of uh, of Brentford. He did a bit for peace when he was 13, but he dropped out because it wasn't uh, matching with his lifestyle. Uh, okay. Of course, by that I mean uh, drugs. Okay. Um, he couldn't find drugs, and he couldn't. He wasn't allowed, obviously, to take uh, any drug. Not that I'm adv advocating for uh, for for drugs, but the funny fact is that uh, whilst he was playing for Brentford, he used to go and um, and uh, buy his uh, his marijuana from uh, Queens Park Rangers. Okay, yeah. I think that it's the best uh, the best one that he ever had over there. So yeah, so that's it for the uh, for the facts. Uh, football and uh, and the Rolling Stones. What do you think? Interesting that um, Keith Richards once was associated with um, Brentford and uh, another well-known English singer um, was also linked with um, Brentford Football Club before he became a, um, a, a singer was Rod Stewart. You see? Mm -hmm. Small world, right? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, yeah, a lot of footballers, yeah, they, yeah, they, a lot, lot of musicians, before they're musicians, uh, they, be, they were footballers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. There's a few, uh, there's a few, or ex football players that turned into very famous uh, personalities afterwards. So um, that's that's very very true. Ninety three, ninety three. Uh, as an as an Arsenal fan, ninety three. If I would just talk about uh, my uh, my boyhood club, uh, I know mm -hmm. I'm French. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, we French love uh, Arsenal because of. Uh, what happened a few years after yeah, mm -hmm. the coming of our, our Arsene Wenger in uh, 1996, the uh, mini French team that he, that he brought together in the likes of Henry, of Petit, of uh, Vieira, of uh, well, they, there was most likely at some point almost half of the French national team playing for Arsenal. Uh, they mm -hmm. developed a very, very nice style, but we weren't there in 1993. Arsenal was, uh, was doing fairly well. Uh, we mm -hmm. won in France uh, at the end of the season, 93-94. Uh, we won um, uh, the, uh, the European Cup. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about the Champions League, but the European Cup. Uh, but we had a very, yeah, we were we were not playing a major role. Yeah, Arsenal was uh, was coached by, uh, by George Graham, a, a very very famous person at the club. Yeah, he was uh, a successful player. He stayed also for a quite quite a while as a, as a coach, but uh, uh, he was uh, he was branded as boring, yeah, boring uh, style mm -hmm. of play, very defensive, uh, lacking creativity. Um, mm -hmm. um, it's 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 no surprise that uh, it was one of his last years, in fact, as a coach. He resigned mm -hmm. in '95, and he was replaced, yeah, by the very famous uh, Arsene Wenger. Um, and for, uh, by the way, for the for the football fans and for the, for the fans of uh, of literature as well, uh, now that we're in, into arts, uh, I'd like to highlight a book 
mm-hmm. that uh, everyone knows because he made a movie out of it a few years later. And the book came out a year before in 1992. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called Fever Pitch. I'm sure you've heard about it. Yes, yeah, yeah. One of my very, very favorite books. It's a bit of an autobiography, in fact. Um, mm-hmm. So himself linking a bit of uh, his uh, his failed loves, uh, his failed life, so to say, uh, uh, to his addiction to uh, to Arsenal and to football that uh, that started a few years ago. So uh, it's it's uh, it's a book that I believe every or almost every single Arsenal fan has read. But I would also recommend it to uh, to football lovers and to people that uh, yeah that like to uh, to have uh, other type of experiences when reading things. It's really good. And they, they did a movie indeed a few years later in 1997 with uh, another very famous actor, uh, Colin Firth. Yeah, he was obviously uh, not the Colin Firth that we know today, you know, a lot younger, but he was already quite famous back then in 1997. Ladies and gentlemen, and otherwise, welcome to my podcast, Crazy About the Stones. Uh, today I'm going to talk about and pay homage to an artist known as Meatloaf. Uh, Meatloaf was born in Dallas, Texas in the US in 1947 and he died in Nashville, Tennessee on the 20th of January 2020. Apart from being a, a musical joint, he additionally uh, appeared in 50 film and TV shows uh, the Rocky Horror Show and uh, a musical on Broadway called Hair, which was released uh, in 1973. And that's the year that the Rolling Stones released their album Goat's Head Soup. And also Bruce Springsteen released his debut albums in 1973. He released two. So there's a little bit of a musical history for you if you're interested. Um, his first gig was in Huntington Beach in the States and he opened for the band called Them and the lead singer in Them was a well-known artist called Ben Marson. There you go, more knowledge for you. Uh, he was well-known for his Bad Out of Hell trilogy. And the first Bad Out of Hell, Bad Out of Hell album was released in 1977 and it sold 43 million copies worldwide and in America it sold 14 million copies. It was number one in three countries, Australia, Holland and New Zealand. It was followed up by the second Battle of the Hell in 1993 and the single from one of the singles from the album, I'll Do Anything But I Won't Do That, was number one for 24 weeks, Australia, New Zealand, I think, and in the UK for four. It was nominated and won a Grammy. So well done, you. And the third Battle of the Hell album was released in 2006. I hope you enjoy that little chat we had about uh, Meatloaf. Um, fly high, Meatloaf. Um, I'm going to play you out with a track from one of my favourite albums from Meatloaf called uh, Midnight at the Lost and Found and the track I've chosen to play for you is Promised Land. Have a good one. Cheers. Thank you.